0: Now
1: yeah. you know everybody started Everyone in the last doing three it. five years, yeah. right? Everybody's doing it now, but it was super fun to be early. Yeah. Um, enough of that. Okay. Let's talk yeah. good content. <laughs> Let's talk, it. like, how do you define good content? So here's the thing: entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople. We all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question,
0: and this show is dedicated to the answer. Standing out from the competition is critical to your business success. Today... Thanks to the rise of social media and the constant evolution of the internet, competition is fiercer than ever. So how do you stand out in an ultra-competitive and noisy world where the average attention span is down to less than 8 seconds? The answer is content marketing. Content marketing is currently the most important and fastest growing branch of digital marketing. According to the legendary marketing expert Seth Godin, content marketing is the only marketing left. In today's world, it's the only way a business is going to differentiate itself in a noisy marketplace. Hi, my name is Richard, podcast producer for the Tom Ferry Podcast Experience. And in today's show, we have Iris Chen. Iris is a content creator and entrepreneur who helps other entrepreneurs build their brands and stand out from the competition. She's going to share with us her secret sauce to help you create content that's relevant, valuable and compelling so you can build your brand and grow your business in this modern world. So whether you're just starting in business or you've been in business for so many years, the show is for you. Without further ado, I present to you our podcast with Iris Chen. So, hey
1: Iris, thanks for uh, meeting me on a Saturday at my house. Of
2: course, I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. It's a beautiful house. Thank
1: you. You're yeah. in the middle of like a whirlwind podcast interview yeah. tour. Yes, so I am. Before we get into that, yes. maybe just uh, tell our listeners who is this amazing person. <laughs>
2: Thank why you. Why so should much. they
1: care? Why why do you think that I was like doing everything I power to get you here <laughs> on a Saturday before you leave back to New York? Who is Iris Chen?
2: Thank you so much. That I'm very honored to be on this podcast. Just want to say you are amazing. Um Hmm, me. I am a content creator, an entrepreneur, a uh, storyteller. Um, basically, how I started with this was, you know, creating videos online. So creating videos online, seeing YouTube blow up in terms of when I was in high school, I would be creating, you know, small videos here and there. But and in high school, I would used to watch a lot of content online. Um, but it wasn't until college where I saw social media, like how you can create a brand online through content. So I saw a lot of people um, putting out content and creating empires out of that. Whether that was a you know makeup channel or whether that was a fitness channel, whether real estate, whatever it was, I saw people be putting out content like a blog but yeah. in video form, and how you could literally create a business out of it. You could you know use that audience or to share a message, or you could use it to you know just create you know, a name for yourself around your passion. I saw that. So I started creating videos around what I was interested in, which was healthy cooking. So mm-hmm. I actually went to UC Irvine my first year. Really? Yeah, I did. Down the street? Yep. Uh-huh. And then uh, I literally had no idea what I was doing. I, I, I my major was business information management. Um, but it wasn't, it was just something you chose because it was just something online. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, yo, I want to actually like do something. So then I looked up, broadcast journalism. I wanted to like share a message to the world and whether that was through video or whatever platform written, um, I wanted to do that. So I looked up the top schools in broadcast journalism um, in the state, uh, in the U.S. um, and I saw USC. So I put my eyes all on broadcast journalism to transfer to USC for that major specifically. Um, But then when I got there, I like drop out of dropped out of the major my first week there. Why? Because it was going the more the traditional route. Yeah. So I saw digital it wasn't media. it wasn't social. It, wasn't, it was it get behind
1: the camera. Yeah, and, it know. wasn't
2: yet social. Like yeah. they were it was just starting, but the things that they were teaching was more on the traditional side and I was like, yo, I could actually just learn it myself on YouTube and, you know, on Instagram for example. So then yes. I dropped out of that major and I decided to major in human biology. So it it, throw, it throws you off right but it was a, what I love though is you have a lot of interests you know it's, <laughs> yeah, it's healthy yeah, cooking yeah business, so it know. was human biology yes. because it was an emphasis in nutrition and fitness yes. so I was like, okay. okay, I'm gonna learn and get a real knowledgeable education in it and teach it on my YouTube channel yes so I you know started putting out content around healthy cooking and nutrition and advice and stuff like that started growing a brand around that um, but then- just, can yeah, I just ask ahead. for context?
1: Yeah. How old are you?
2: Currently, I'm 24.
1: Okay, because you yes. have done so much so fast <laughs> and have such an impressive story already. Thank I just want to give the listeners con- yeah, you know, maybe yeah, some, yeah, of this, some context. That, yeah, they're yeah, only yeah. listening audio, not maybe watching the video. Okay. So I'm sorry to interrupt. So no, you. of course.
2: Yeah, yeah I'm 24.
1: So you mm-hmm. go from that to what? Uh, Did you so, ever finish college?
2: Yo, so I was going to drop out if I didn't go to USC. Because okay. I was like, but I got in somehow. I had no other backup plan. I was just going to like figure it out there. Because yes. I just didn't want to be, you know, in that where I was. Um, but anyways, I started growing a brand on YouTube itself and around healthy cooking, but I also saw that I didn't want to just be known as like a chef, for example, or Mm -hmm. just around nutrition. I felt like there were other people who could probably be better at it. And it was not necessarily, I didn't want to be pigeonholed to that. So I started creating content more like vlog styled about, you know, lifestyle stuff. So that It was more of vlogging is kind of like you fall in love with the personality, the person behind the camera. Um, So I started making around that, um, but then I fell in love with like filming and editing videos. So after I graduated college, um, the opportunity with Gary happened. Yeah. So Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, um, what had happened was I was actually watching a lot of videos about Gary, um, just his business stuff, because I'm Mm -hmm. super like business minded too. Um and then one day he put out a video that was just like, yo, I'm looking for people, video yeah, video people, videographers. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um so I emailed them, but I was like, yo, so many people are gonna hit Gary up around this position. That's they're just gonna filter through it. So I decided to make a sixty second video and tweet it at him. Smart. Yes, so, very smart. So um it's like providing value right like doing a free video essentially that's what d rock did for him too um so i was like yo i shipped up a ton of footage online on youtube um that gary had already had um and i edited it into a really nicely tied video i can send it to you guys if you guys want to put it
1: Uh, on yeah super for sure (laughs) totally link that up okay
2: yeah um but it was just like i tweeted him no one we responded until a few days later a Saturday morning, I woke up with a bunch of tweets from gary's fans and also from Gary himself of like, "I love this, can you email it to me um, and I got in contact with d rock and so it's crazy because the next the next uh week, I was already planning to go to New York. Um, I'm from California. So it was crazy. We just met up and then it went really well. So then three weeks later, I moved to New York City, started working for Gary as a video resident, um, and then became his videographer. And so did that for under two years as Gary's videographer. And then uh, just a few months ago, six months ago, I left. And now I'm using my knowledge that I learned from Gary to help other people, other entrepreneurs, um, grow their personal brand online. So
1: and that kind of it. is why I have you here. I love <laughs> it. I mean, that was that. Thank first you. of all, thank you. And yeah, you know, of
2: course.
1: Um, I've known Gary since I want to say 2009.
2: Amazing. And, and I
1: remember when he finally got D rock mm-hmm. and then when you and I met, yes, Agent Twenty Twenty One at my buddy's restaurant in, uh, in yeah, South Beach, yeah, Miami. Uh-huh. Right? We took over the of whole course, restaurant yes. for a bunch of our clients, and, and you were amazing, behind. Really. Yeah, you were behind the camera mm-hmm. the whole time, and I'm mm-hmm. like all right, no more DRock. Okay, we got Iris <laughs> now. This is cool. But, you know, like, I'm I'm blessed. I've got three different video yeah. authors. And, and each of you have a unique perspective, mm-hmm. a style, mm-hmm. a look yeah. uh, that you bring both in in your filming and then your post-production and editing. Exactly. Um, so I'm curious, what was your... Uh, we're going to get heavy for yes. people that are listening into uh, content strategies. But, like, tell me about your secret... Like, what's your secret sauce when it comes to uh, the look and yeah. style that you want to have yeah. when it comes to branding?
2: So my secret start. My secret sauce is the story. Like, I focus more on the story and the message that, you know, from a vlog perspective of, you know, Gary's day, for example, I strip it to the story rather than caring about the quality of the video itself. The lighting, the angle, like I care about the story. And I think the story is what connects people to, you know, the video itself because they feel more emotionally tied to it. Um, And the storyline just is where the message is created. So that's the secret sauce to creating content. I in love my that. Yeah. Okay.
1: We're going to go way deep on this, but, um, so, so let's just talk for a second about you. You know, you were there for, you know, years, you've met everybody,
0: yeah. Casey
1: and the, you know, yeah. the whole, the whole sort of, you know, like unbelievable video crew. Um, now you've got your own thing. So, so you've launched this new company. Tell yes. me, uh, how's that going?
2: It's been, it's been great. Uh, it's crazy. Like how fast everything has happened. Cause mm-hmm. I literally just left about six months ago from, um, the team, but you know, I have clients like Jim quick. Um, yeah. I've worked with Damon John, for example, doing yeah. videos for him. Um, a bunch of amazing entrepreneurs, female entrepreneurs. Um, and so it's been great. I think the, it's how's like, it, a, how's
1: it going though, running the business?
2: Yeah, so right because sometimes it's different. They,
1: you know people that are like really talented mm-hmm. content creators sometimes struggle on that like we call it like artist versus yeah. operator. Mm-hmm. How's it's, that going?
2: It's different. Um, so at first I was like I just want to help people make videos, but then I realized I could make a really big business out of this. So. In terms of creating the business, I've always been very business-minded and done like um, had businesses before. In terms of you know just the little things like the lemonade stand, selling things online. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of running this, I'm learning a lot, a lot about myself and becoming more self-aware in terms of what I'm good at and what I'm bad at. Yeah. And what I'm bad at, I'm going to delegate it. Smart. So that's kind of what I'm learning now.
1: Very cool. So um. So so let's let's talk about content. I mean. The people that are listening to this, I have been, so I was on YouTube 11 years ago. I remember really. What a, were
2: you putting out there?
1: A, a, me with a flip video camera, uh-huh. no microphone, uh-huh. horrible lighting. Hey, yeah. welcome to Life by Design. And I would just like ramble stuff. Amazing. And it's all still there, it's all on my original channel. Okay, so, great. Um, but I knew early on, and I'll like, this is about you, so I don't want to tell too much. Okay, but like okay. a guy who worked at Google, I was playing mm-hmm. golf with and I was picking his brain. I'm like, okay, "So you work yeah, at Google? Yeah. Like, in, like which one? Are you in like Northern California, New York mm-hmm. media side?" He's like, "I'm in New York media side." I'm like, wow. "Dude, I'm blogging like every day." And BlackBerry just asked me to do a exclusive audio podcast uh, for them that they were going to push to re- you know real estate agents mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. over the world through the BlackBerry. And I was like, "What do you think?" And he literally looked at me. He's like. Blogging is stupid. Podcasting is dumb. Now this is 11 years ago. And he goes, we just bought YouTube a couple of years ago. That's the direction you have to go.
2: Really? And
1: it was like the best gift on the planet. Cause I literally full ghetto style, got a flip video camera, wow. just started trying to figure it uh-huh. out. No editing. You with me? Hit the button, put it inside my laptop. When you were doing upload. this,
2: was anyone doing it?
1: No one was doing it in my space. Wow. Right, No, no, quote unquote competition. Yeah. Now, you know, everybody started you know, the last doing three, it. five years, yeah. right? Everybody's doing it now, mm-hmm. but it was super fun to be early. Yeah. Um, enough of that. Okay. Let's talk yeah. good content. <laughs> Let's it. talk like, how do you define good content?
2: I think good content is subjective. Um, you know, but in my personal opinion, I think good content is how the person watching it feels after they watch it. I, th- I think there's a lot of different formats in terms of content such as video music videos vlogging um just interview style um but i think what really matters is the message that is shared and how the viewer feels after they watch it yeah
1: so then how do you know like I, that totally resonates for me how mm-hmm. do you know in terms that it of was like good. a
2: vlog for example yeah
1: yeah
2: i think you got to read the comments and see what what they say, yeah. What the market tells you um, yeah. about whether it's good or not. Um, I think you put it out online; anyone can see it, and so like it'll show. Yeah, you know. So,
1: so a lot of people that are listening to this, and the reason why I brought up that sort of you mm-hmm. know, YouTube story yeah. is because I've been telling people to create content for at least a decade. Yeah. And you go through all the different, you know, iterations, mm-hmm. just trying to get them to do something right. Now, with an iPhone, it's super easy. Yeah, it's the super of easy. Apps that are available. Just use so your, much... the
2: camera phone on your app.
1: I, I, by the way, just liked one of your uh, videos. Uh, Actually, oh, there's a right? post that you did just yeah. about that, and I just yeah. shared it on my story. Like, Amazing. this is exactly right when yeah. you lost your little. Uh,
2: my DJI. Yeah. So I was like, d- I'll just use my. Phone.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're like, maybe that's the universe telling me just to grab your stupid <laughs> exactly. iPhone. Exactly. So, so, one of the things I'm seeing right now, if you look at the, the wonderful men and women that follow what we talk about, they're kind of breaking into one of three camps. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that are still like, not really doing content, or worse, they outsource it to someone Mm -hmm. else who Mm -hmm. just posts random, you know, information about the market, their listings and sales. It's super vanilla, it gets no engagement. If you're listening to this and you sell that as a company, I personally want to put you out of business because what (laughs) you're doing is highway robbery, but there's that group, right? Mm -hmm. They know they gotta do something, they're feeding a basic need. There's another group that is just, they're putting out content, but they're just struggling to be consistent. They're struggling mm-hmm. to pay attention to what's working, what's not working, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? They're they're playing very safe, afraid to take risks. Yeah. You with me? And then there's a group that's pushing the envelope. Mm-hmm. And the ones that are pushing the envelope, it's the smallest percentage, but they're killing it.
2: They're killing it, yeah.
1: What advice do you have for those three groups? The the pushing the envelope, the middle of the road, and the outsourcers that are just getting crap?
2: I think that it's consistency. Putting out content is consistency and like, in the, through that, you tell the storyline that's in the content itself. You know, I think the people who are just putting out content and not really caring much about the look and feel of it, as like, to be honest, it's about putting out the content. Most people struggle with just, they fear just putting it out. I think it's literally that. And in terms of, you know, what style of video, it depends on you personally on what type of video you want, whether that's just a meme mm-hmm. video, you know, those meme format. Explain, videos. Explain that. So,
1: okay, people understand yes. what you're saying. so
2: the meme style videos on Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, they do well because it's a thumb stopper. So on the title of the videos, for example, I know you put out some of those. Um, Gary puts out a lot of those. Mm. All of his videos are like that is because people are on Instagram scrolling through so fast that it's, like you need to stop them because you got to punch them in the face. You got to punch them in the face. And you do that with a title of like, yep. uh, why I just quit working for Gary Vee. For example, yeah. people would stop. But like, if that title is not on there, mm-hmm. they wouldn't know what the, con- it gives the context to yeah. what the video itself is. So it, it depends on who you are and the audience that you're targeting and, you know, the consistency of that. So
1: it's yeah. interesting because I'm I'm am an old school marketer. I mm-hmm. Built my first website like ninety four ninety five. Mm-hmm. Email marketing, direct yeah. direct mail, running ads. Like that's just how we built our business. Yeah. Sending faxes to people to get them to register, sign mm-hmm. up, be engaged with us. Headlines have always been rule number one. Yeah. Right. And most people still don't get that. And we're talking about like a thumb stopper, thumb stopper has a headline exactly that makes it's you a go. Headline. What? Yeah. I'm interested. Let me click. mm, Let me watch.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And also, like, you see, there's literally a design aspect to it. There's the title. There's also the captions because most people aren't listening. They're looking on their phones. So you got to put captions on the bottom. It's super important so that people, like, know what you are talking about and are actually watching through the video. And another, like, little uh like hack that we do um is adding a bar to the videos so because instagram for example does not have the option of how long the video is so in the post-production side of things we would add a red bar that would scroll through the entire video to show the viewer how long it is to keep them watching so it's little hacks like this to keep the viewership of the content um people watching it so for,
1: for the diy person listening right now what are the best apps that they should be using for production for yeah. editing for adding in the red bar for adding in the titles and text yeah
2: yeah um i currently use adobe premiere um when i started i used like windows movie maker then transition to imovie then final cut pro but a lot most people i think uh have Macs. i would just use the free app uh you know, iMovie, if yeah. you don't want to pay for it. But it's su- super simple. Um, all you got to do to create those is go in Photoshop, make a design template, and then import it into Adobe Premiere. Um, once you do that, you can just export the video from there.
1: So yeah. is there, give us the formula one more time. So everyone out there that wants to create good content, we're talking specifically Instagram, but same okay. rules apply yeah. to Facebook if yeah. you're going to mm-hmm. post a video.
2: Micro content, right? we call it. Yeah, yeah,
1: right. So so give us the formula one more time. Headline.
2: Headline, caption red bar um are at so it shows like your branding you got to put a logo on it um and then the footage itself and make sure it's cut to 60 seconds on instagram unless you're doing a carousel post which you can do multiple up to 10 um and then facebook and linkedin and twitter as long as you want but i would keep it um under five minutes
1: cool what do you say to that person that's outsourcing their content and like they're not paying attention to likes. They're not paying attention to comments. Mm-hmm. They're probably not commenting back to people. What are that they might putting be, on? I would say in the real estate world, the vast majority of them are posting photos of houses that either they've listed or they've sold, right? So here's the listing that I have for sale at one two three four it. Banana Street. And it's mm-hmm. just a photo of a house. Probably is a pretty photo, mm-hmm. but it gets no engagement, no likes. There's no headline. There's no, there's just nothing are, to they're it. They're
2: not creating the content themselves. They're just hiring they're outs- someone to take a photo it. of it. Correct but um, they're
1: sending existing pre baked photos that they had for their other marketing. You
2: know, for that, you know, for the real estate agent who they want to grow their brand. Yeah. I would say you should put your face in front of it. You should be explaining. You should be going to the house itself and filming yourself explaining the house and, you know, what, you know, the what the house is like and the description of it you should be doing that because it putting yourself in front of the camera provides a more personal connection from you to the viewer anyone can literally just take a photo of a house and post it online but it doesn't differentiate you from everyone else on the market so if you're serious about this and you want to grow your brand you have to put yourself out there and that and that's putting yourself out there is probably the only thing that's holding everyone back from putting out content and you just have to get rid of that fear. Um, And it's literally a mental block for most people, but I'm serious. Once you put it out there, you'll feel released from it and you'll start realizing all the benefits and opportunities from coming from putting it out there. So that's what I I
1: love about that that, too. And what's, what was, as you were saying, I'm Um, like, yeah, cuz the agent is the product not the yeah. house yeah. right like exactly. we don't, like the house is the house those those come and go you're the brand
2: exactly and like because aren't there like apps that are coming out where like, like you don't even need to go through a real estate agent or something and just put it online? But
1: You are so awesome at right? 24. Yes, there are solutions <laughs> like that, but you know, 99% of all transactions are done, you know, through, it's actually exactly. not that high, but it's like really high done through an agent. But there's 8 million solutions for them to go find for consumers to find properties mm-hmm. where they struggle to find the agent.
2: Exactly. Right. So,
1: so we want to talk about brand building today. So maybe we can just segue right into that. Yeah,
2: I would love to talk about that. So, it's branding is all about trust and business. In terms of, it's all about relationships. Like you're gonna go to that guy because he's been putting out content around, you know, for example, real estate, and you're gonna go to him rather than just a random person that you don't even know. You would rather go to the guy with a brand online because you already trust him, and he's shown you, mm-hmm. or he or she has shown you that they can do it, and you're gonna go to that that person
1: yeah and we're talking you know insurance agent loan officer uh you know young entrepreneur tech startup the the gal that owns a dry cleaner down the street from me she's like i (laughs) watch all your stuff on instagram it's so great i'm like what's your instagram handle i don't have one no i'm like do you want more clients like yeah you know and
2: you you know everything is everything you know, with technology now, like the only way to stand out and to differentiate yourself from when technology does take over is your brand. Yes. That's it.
1: So is there a formula that you use to help somebody build a brand? Let's assume that, let's assume everyone listening has some form yeah. of a brand, but there's a formula you run them through to improve it. What's so, that formula?
2: Yeah. So I would first off, talk to them first about who they are and their truth and their vision of who they you know, want to be too, so we can re- reverse engineer mm-hmm. what that is. And then I would say, what, what are they trying to do with that? Do they just want to put out content because they want to share a message or do they want to put out content because they, you know, want to do a business and sell courses, for example, or sell houses, whatever that is, I would reverse engineer it and create content, create a sh- content strategy plan around that aspect. Mm-hmm. So if it was selling a house, create content around, you know, them filming them vlogging them uh talking about the house itself that they're selling and also provide value in terms of questions that people who are buying houses have for them and create a show around it
1: it's like hgtv it's million dollar listing Mm -hmm. right but you're saying an agent should be doing the same thing or the person that owns a dry cleaner same exact thing
2: yes exactly so
1: so how do you how do you help the person identify their their truth their story because maybe preface Mm -hmm. a lot of people When I ask these types of questions, like, like, who are you for? Who are you not for? You know what I mean? Like, like, what's your niche? What do you specialize in? Mm -hmm. A lot of people in the residential real estate business will say condos to castles, man. Like, I just want to help everybody. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, look, when you're like for no one, right? Then when you're you're
2: for everyone, you're for for everyone. You're for no one. I was revert. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Like that. Right. Yeah.
1: So, so how do you help them find that truth?
2: I would say for them like to just go out and do it and see like what they're attracted to and who is attracted to them. I'm sure when they go out and do it, they'll start like just by results, you'll see who the people you're working with are. So for example, if it's just condos, or to castles, you, you put yourself out there, you can touch everything. I would say, try everything. And in that process, it you'll slowly like funnel into the thing that you're supposed to do. Because in the beginning you might not know. And I would just say, when you don't know, try everything and then funnel it
1: through. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I know uh, a lot of people, and you mentioned this earlier, the fear, right? Yeah. Fear really consumes people. Yeah. And I'm like, look, like grab your phone, shoot a video <laughs> in your car and say, I'm really nervous, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, with this camera in front of my face. Mm-hmm. I'm not nervous selling houses. I negotiate million dollar deals mm-hmm. like it's you know like it's any day of the week. It's yeah. no problem. But there's something about this camera. I'm just curious. Does anybody else have that feeling? Like, no, if you yeah. have that authentic th- story mm-hmm. on your page, people would people would relate to you and love you
2: exactly. Right,
1: just for your authenticity it's vulnerability.
2: and vulnerability. Exactly. You know, you and it's in order to you know reach everyone. You just gotta. I mean, not everyone, but in order for you to connect with everyone online, you it's vulnerability. Like that way, that's the way that people connect emotionally with you. To, yeah. And like when you share that message, um, you know, for people who are fearing putting something out there, I would say when I was putting out content first, I was fearful of it. But after a while, it's just different. It's just reps, right? Yeah. You get more comfortable talking yep. from the camera and you can't let the comments affect your mindset and putting it out there because to be honest, the person on the other side of the camera, if they're unhappy, they want, you know, uh, other people to be unhappy, but it's, you can't let that affect you. Misery attitude.
1: loves company. Exactly. Exactly. I, I, that's the so, right. So many people like in the, you know, insurance business, mortgage business, real estate business, mm-hmm. they will, they will promote their successes. Yeah. And I'm like, Tell them about the failures. Yeah. Tell them about the deals that fell apart. Yeah. Tell them about the client that got away and the lesson that you learned from the exactly. experience. People are gonna. People would dig, first of all, the fact that you're not just saying, I'm number one and I'm mm-hmm. the best. You're actually saying, transactions fall apart. It yeah. happens. Here's what I learned from it. This is why. Yeah. You can't name you know, customers' names and you exactly. know, probably not street addresses, but sharing those real exactly. stories of building a business- people are going to be like, wow, like this, this gal's got it going on. Yeah,
2: for sure. And you know, most people online are just sharing their success stories. So if you become vulnerable and share the failures, share what it is like, the struggles, the the grind, mm-hmm. uh, people are really going to connect to that because they're going through the same things.
1: Bingo. Yeah. So, so what do you do with someone like a Jim Quick who mm-hmm. is, you know, Jim's got a pretty established brand online, mm-hmm. right? He's the...
0: Yeah, you know, <laughs> the brain know, like coach. Every
1: time I, think I see him doing <laughs> this, right? You know, and photos with, you know, fascinating people. And um, so what do you do with someone like that? And I'm using him as an example of so many people that are listening to this mm-hmm. that have very established brands, but maybe Iris, they built it you know, in the 80s with full page ads or magazine ads. And Mm -hmm. then the 90s, it was, you know, maybe direct mail. And then in the 2000s, like, okay, I got to get a website. I got to get a LinkedIn profile. You know, but they've been doing it. People who
2: have like done it, but they just don't have a presence online.
1: They're they're just, they're not, every one of them says, I'm just not where I want to be. Like they're super established. They've got great businesses. They make a ton of Mm -hmm. money, right? But but we talk about where
2: they want to be in terms of,
1: Bingo. They're, they're They feel like, let me, let me say it to you yeah. this way. They feel like they have lost touch with a segment of the market and that they've missed, like they do social, but they've missed the big opportunity. They look at like what I've done or what Gary's done or what you're, you know, you've Got done it. and others. And they're like, I want that. Mm. So they're super established. They're, they're veterans in business. They did it in, in all the old mediums. They had billboards. Mm-hmm. You with me? Like you would mm-hmm. drive down the street and you're like, yeah, there's that agent, right? I've seen her forever. Mm-hmm. And where they're struggling is to be modern and fresh and hip online.
2: Yeah. You know what I would say? I actually have a few clients who are exactly like that. They've done it for 20 years. They have all the knowledge, Mm -hmm. you know, in that space or industry that they're in. But the thing they're struggling with is putting it out there and not really understanding social media itself. Um, I would actually say that. They are at a very good place because they have the value. They have the knowledge. They've done it and experienced it. And there's a lot of younger kids coming up in the game who need that value from them. That wisdom. That wisdom, exactly. A lot of kids right now are just putting stuff online to put it out. But, like, you guys have the knowledge and respect that, like, you guys will have it when you put it out there because you've done it. So I would say provide the value and like go on, literally pull out your phone and start answering questions around the industry that you're in. literally ask people what questions they might have and answer them and show them your value yep. and clip it into micro content on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn. Um, and you'll see the response from it. And through that response, you can keep gearing your content towards whatever that is that a lot of people are interested in, you'll start growing your brand and then you'll become the leader in that industry in no time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting the the whole AMA strategy, um, I have answered questions live on Facebook for as long as I can remember. Mm -hmm. Right. And then polling and you know, what's on your mind? What are you guys thinking about? And even today with Instagram, I'll just go, you know, first 20 questions go, right. Just on my stories. Sure. And I think I've had, I don't know, a couple, several thousand people ask a question, Right. An agent that has a reach of 2,000 or Uh 3,000 might only get four or five questions. Mm -hmm. And this is the debate they have. Well, if I only get like four or five questions, does it matter? My response is four or five people were on your story and actually took the time. What you need to do is do that every Every, day. And then all of a sudden a month goes by, two months go by and you realize there's three consistent patterns that these people on Instagram are giving me all the content I need for yeah. the Tom Ferry show, exactly. for my blog, for mm-hmm. my vlog. Exactly. So, so I really appreciate any other thoughts around that. Cause again, um, they're yeah. well established. They mm-hmm. want it. They want to be bigger than life. They don't have the control they used to have with the Photoshop. I think, perfect. Photo you know, I think the and, problem
2: is they don't know how to put it out. I think that's the to main that. problem. Um, they have, you guys all have like the knowledge around it. It's just, distributing it right Mm -hmm. so filming it distributing it i'll tell you right now how to distribute the content literally film yourself like a weekly vlog or if you want to sit in your you know office and film yourself answering questions or giving knowledge around the topic or industry that you're in then cut that content into put that long-form video on youtube then cut that content into one minute clips where you know you're talking about very specific topic within mm-hmm. that 20 minute video, whether that's a question and answer, that one minute question, yeah. pull it and put it on to, you know, Instagram. And remember when I was talking about the title graphics, the thumb stoppers and the captions and the, and the bar, bar and the branding, yeah. put that on it. Um, I should actually make YouTube videos around how to do this. So you I really can teach should. everyone about yes. it, but okay, I'll be doing that. Um, but you know, Distribution is the key. So on Instagram, it's different. On Facebook, it's different. LinkedIn, it's different. It's just branding and the template of it because for Instagram, it's six seconds. For Facebook, it's two to three minutes. So you can provide more information in that longer form video. Um, And LinkedIn is pretty similar and more business-like topics. So I think, you know, when you're, it's just how to distribute it and you can literally target your audience on these different platforms too. So, um, literally just look online, see what the big players are doing in terms of their social media and you know, how they're designing, um, each of the micro content clips online on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Um, and just literally model the exact same thing that they're doing. And then in that modeling, you will adjust and, you know, create your, you know, unique style around it.
1: So so I first of all, that was awesome. Let's uh, let's speak to like on my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, just in the last eighteen months, it's skewed incredibly younger in terms of age. Like you're cool. you're, you're old for a lot of my YouTube yeah, followers yeah, yeah, now, yeah. right? I mean, Amazing. it's it's fascinating that we're hitting this. That, so speak to that group that maybe's just. It doesn't matter the age. They're just getting started in business. Yes. Do you follow a different strategy if you're just getting started? You're just introducing yourself to the market. What are they asking?
2: Are they asking you anything, or are, what are they oh, watching? They're asking, they're what are asking. they? Which videos? Type of videos are they watching? Um, Do you know?
1: So I have. A or bunch you think
2: of- that they're more attracted to.
1: Uh, I would probably, I'm looking at my two guys They're yeah. two of my three, I would say anything <laughs> that's related to how to get started in real estate, new to real estate, why they fail. Like they're, you know, we're mm-hmm. getting just tons of, uh, of viewership there, Yeah. but I'm thinking about, I'm not really thinking about like, I'm thinking about that new person getting started. Okay. We just talked about the sort of legacy rock stars mm-hmm. that have been doing for 20, 30 years. Yeah. What do you say to that brand new person who wants who to make a splash in the market? Wants
2: In the real estate market, yeah, for example, sure. um, are they, are they uh, like in it already or they're just, they just got and licensed. they're learning from you? Yes. I would say document the process of them learning and failing. So, you know, their thoughts of what happened this day as they were trying to do a deal and the process of that, because you can't fake it and say that, you know, everything I would say document that process, put out content around you trying to to make it, um, and the failures that come with it. Yeah. And sh- share that journey because it's cool. You'll look back in 10 years and be like, wow, like I was, I didn't know what I was doing, but look where I am now. And you'll inspire a lot of people who want to come up the game. Um, you'll inspire them to like, be like, oh, wow, you got there, but you didn't really know what you're doing back then, but you share that journey. I respect you for it. And in the future you'll become like literally the leading real estate agent because you're sharing their vulnerability. You're sharing your story and people connect to it. Um, And I think that's what they got to do. Share, share your learnings from it.
1: Yeah. And I'm just thinking to just to add like specifics to, you know, for the, for the audience Mm -hmm. is think about all the activities you're involved in when you're building your business, whether you're a, uh, you know, a startup tech company or you're an insurance agent, real estate agent, loan officer, whatever it may be. There's all that learning stuff that people don't understand, yeah. right? The behind-the-scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. Document that. Yeah. Going to see houses, right? Taking your first application mm-hmm. for a rental, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Document all of that experience, because you know what? you're gonna find there's a whole bunch of people that are becoming into the market that are new that have no idea. Yeah. And if you're showing them your experience, what you learned along the way, mm-hmm. you don't always have to make yourself look like, oh my god, I got my ass kicked again, <laughs> right? Like that. Like yeah. Uh, Liz, Gary's uh, yeah, Gary's sister, uh-huh. right? So yeah, you know, she's amazing. I love her.
2: Yeah. She's been just, you know, being super authentic and vulnerable with it, but she's been posting consistently. That's the main thing. Consistency and authenticity is, is the key to telling your story. So I would stick to that. Um, and I think a lot of people would connect to you from it because most of the stuff that I put out that I'm being more vulnerable with it, um, people connect to it and you see it, um, just tell your truth.
1: Big time. All right, so let's let's go uh, kind of nerdy for a second yeah, here. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we we know right now we're, we're anyone that's paying attention. Social engagement is down. It's harder to reach on any one of the platforms. Mm-hmm. Algorithms change all the time. Um, do you have any advice for the person that's in the game and they're like, man, all of a sudden my like counts are down, my comments are down. Yeah. You know, I've got I've got a big following. I used to get a ton of people. Now I've got a big following. I'm getting less people. Mm. What advice do you have? Go to Apple Podcast and write a review. It means the world to me. Thanks in advance. Now let's get back to the show.
2: Yeah, that's something that I actually you know talked to a few of my friends who are you know in the YouTube game. Their numbers are going down, or you know people who are on Instagram, for example, they're following. Their likes aren't getting enough. Yeah, you know that's always going to happen. That's always going to happen. I think the rules change. Yeah, the rules change. The algorithm changes. For example, on YouTube, some people aren't getting as many views and they might be putting out very, you know, their, uh, what is it? Their titles like clickbait. Right. Yeah. But in a way you, it's not always that you have to go that route to get the most views and the most likes. I think you just have to stick to your truth and not let that affect you because the algorithm is always going to change and you can't affect that. You like, you can create your content around, you know, more clickbaity stuff, But does it make you feel good to be putting that out there? I don't think so. And like doing that is not going to make you happy. So you got to keep putting out consistent content and not let the algorithm affect your truth and what you want to share. So I would just tell them the algorithm is always going to change. The platforms are always going to change. You just got to, you know, keep grinding with it um, and just be stay truthful on track yeah. with what you're doing yeah I
1: tell people all the time like look you have to uh like you know we're looking at the ocean here yeah. right so so if you're if you just took a monster wave and you just had the ride of your life well there's a whole bunch of other monster waves you now need to paddle yeah. through yeah. to get back out exactly. to take that next set and it feels like right now at least on YouTube that it's a lot like, of it's like it's like a work- long
2: term versus short term yeah. like you can get the short term gains but then long term like it's not really going to work out um yeah but stick to your truth cuz that's always going to make you feel the best and keep you like sane basically is what so, I'll say.
1: So I love that. All right. So uh, so Rich just handed me two questions yes. and it, you know Amazing. I love it, right? So he's like young people, how do you help them find their purpose? Mm. Like you keep saying speak your truth.
2: Yeah. I think how it's do you based help people on find ex- that? I think it's based on experiences. Um like my truth is what I've been through. So The reason why I want to put out content and help inspire people is because I was, I used to struggle a lot with finding my purpose. And now that I'm in a place where I've experienced more and dealt with a lot of challenges, I feel like I'm at a place now where I know what I want and I know who I am. And I want to help other people who were me go like, like. I want to give advice and share my message to the people To who I was back when I was younger. And I think actually a lot of people who are doing things right now are because they want to help what they struggled with. For example, with Jim, he was, he had a broken brain, so he became the guy who was teaching people how to learn now because he wanted to teach himself that, right? Um, So I think it just goes through experiences. And if you haven't found it yet, like I wouldn't put pressure on it. Like I would literally just go through your life and what the things that you'd like to do, what you're attracted to do and not feel stressed or like not feel too serious about it Um, because it's literally like don't take life too seriously also, but also understand if you want to help people like that will come through experience and time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My uh, my mentor, a guy named Mike Vance, who passed away mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, was mm-hmm. Walt Disney's right hand man. Really, and he was uh, you know worked with Steve Jobs for a year, like wow. from the time when Steve was like nineteen to the wow, time he passed amazing. away. And and he you know he would quote Buddha or whoever, mm-hmm, you know like mm-hmm. the journey is about discovering who you are, mm-hmm, right? Your purpose. Mm-hmm, and he's mm-hmm. like the the thing that people miss is you have to have experiences, and experiences yeah. aren't usually positive. Mm-hmm. It's where you lost. It's, it's mostly where you learned. And- the
2: the hard parts that yes. you learn the most. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, I will say, um, like last, like throughout this entire journey, mm-hmm. um, my mom was dealing with cancer. Um, and it was last June, um, that she passed away when I also like left the team and cause I wanted to be back with her yeah. um, during that time. So in that process, I learned so much and it, like strengthened me a lot and challenged me to become who i am today but it was through her strength and that experience that makes me the like the have the strength that i have today yeah um so it's like you can't find your purpose right now don't stress about it um but through your experience of life it'll come to you that's what i'll say
1: yeah yeah Um, thanks for sharing that too. Of course. Yeah. That's, I, I saw some posts on your Mm. Instagram page and I, I wanted to ask you off camera, but but instead you gave it to me on camera, Mm -hmm. which is heavy. Um, closing thoughts. You're talking to a whole bunch of people that, you know, want to build their brand want to change their life, want to speak their truth. Um, just, just closing thoughts. What would Mm. you want to say to, to these people? If you can never speak to the industry again, you know, real estate and insurance and mortgage and salespeople and entrepreneurs, like what would you say to them?
2: Mm. That's a, that's a pretty big question. I know we went yeah. very general here. Yeah. And I know a lot of your audience is uh, real estate people. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say sharing your truth, like online, don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Um, now I know, like, I wanna, I'm trying to like hear this conversation in terms of helping p- real estate agents and also just the fact that they're also people um, in terms of the fact that everyone is human. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be afraid to just share your story and struggles with other people, because I'm sure other people are dealing with it themselves. And, you know, you'll find your tribe and your your energy will be attracted to those people who, you know, are attracted to your truth. Um, in terms of the real estate part, in terms of sharing who you are, your personality and standing out in the market, you're... Anyone can be a real estate agent, but not everyone can be you. So I would say by sharing your truth, who you are, your personality, what you're eating every day, like you going on a run and, you know, people who you're selling to because you like, you know, CrossFit, for example, they'll be more attracted to work with you and want you to be their real estate agent because you do CrossFit. It's just like, it's just human nature too. Like attracts like. Yeah, exactly. Like so attracts like. putting yourself out there like, and sharing that part of it is going to attract, you know, who, who you, you, you are similar to. And I think that, that your uniqueness is, is your brand. And that's the only way to stand out in the market as technology comes and things just take over. Like your personal brand is your reputation, your life, um, and you got to grow that.
1: Love it. Love it. Iris, thank you so much. Of course. I really appreciate you being here. <laughs> so, course. uh, so guys, as we wrap it up, um, absolutely follow her on Instagram, right? Yes. What's your at, Instagram yes. handle?
2: It is at Iris Y Chen.
1: Okay. And then the new company
0: is it's Iris. Iris Rosen
2: Co. And what we do is we help entrepreneurs, uh, build their brand online. And so, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a fun journey yeah. so far, just starting, but, uh, a long way ahead.
1: Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you so much. All right, guys, much. we're out.